Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. We should do that as an intro. That is the thing. Welcome back, bitches. Anyways, today we are going to do, instead of Am I the Asshole, we are doing... We're reading people's confessions confessions. on Reddit because we're Reddit-ass bitches. We are so Reddit-ass bitches. Anyways, let's get started, shall we? So the first story, full transparency, we already read it and had a whole conversation about it, but... um. I forgot to press record. She forgot to press record. So on the audio, all over again. So now we're fucking redoing it. And I was funny, you guys. You guys probably would have laughed your ass off. At least I think so. I wouldn't go that far. You know, well, a little giggle here or there. They might have chuckled. Yeah, they might have definitely chuckled. Okay. So the to paraphrase, because I'm not reading the whole fucking story all over again. This guy. This kid. He was 15. He's 19 now. Writing this confession, but he was 15 at at the time he was at like a game place and there were two kids two little boys i don't know how old they were but they were younger than him playing on a skee-ball machine like they were on it but the 15 year old wanted to use the skee-ball machine so he chucked the the skee-ball at the kids nuts cojones right in the cojones right in the cojones and he's confessing on reddit and he feels like he ruined their lives and my first reaction was don't be dramatic unless he had to get a ball sack removed or became sterile for the rest of his life and can never produce children you you didn't you didn't ruin his life you definitely just hurt him yes and then i went on to say that at 15 years old if you wanted somebody to get off the ski ball machine you just walk up politely and, go up to them excuse me little hey sir. sir you don't even need to be polite you could just be like um get can, the fuck can you guys get the hell off like i'm trying to play here right the fuck but then she also went to a story and told about how she also at the age of 14 decided to i did not say ransack this 15 i, did, I didn't man. say 14 i well, said 12 13 12 13 right she she decided it was i kicked a guy in the nuts to kick a guy in the nuts First of all, he wasn't he did he wasn't utilizing something that I wanted to play with where I could just walk up to him and be like, "Hey, can I have that?" He was so some, he was somebody who like I knew who really just Actually, I think he told me to do it. You're a liar. Now. No, Valai, 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 Bilai. He told you, kick me in the cojones. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, it was. I got to ask my friend Christy. The fact that you got to ask. <laughs> I got to ask my friend Christy because it was definitely like we would all hang out and like, because 12 year olds back then, like, I don't know what's up with these 12 year olds now. They're soft. But back in the day, we hung out on the streets. We were out there in the streets, 12, 13 years well, old. Well, we don't allow our kids to do that because there's pedos everywhere and sex there traffickers. There were pedos so. and sex traffickers then too. Wow. We just didn't know about them as much. So anyway, so we were hanging out in front of one of, one of my friend's houses and um, I like 
soccer kicked him right in the nuts. But I don't remember being mad. So I really do feel as if... He just told you? Yeah, it was like something that was happening. Like we were... I don't know. But I really hurt him and felt really bad is the moral of the story. Well... So there's that there's that but i think before you go for the ball sack you should just try to communicate did you communicate to him like sir this is going to hurt you if i do this to you or were you like fuck yes bread him i wasn't like this is gonna hurt i was fucking 12 13 communicate but he was 15. oh shut <laughs> up shut up this is so totally out of context and you it's different no my communication first, is communication never in the history of ever did i want something and then see another kid using it and think the first thought was i should really throw a ball at that kid's nuts right but your first intuition was like oh he wants me to kick him in the balls let me do well it. you're like goofing around and like doing stupid shit when you're that age and you know what i mean like i've not me never never you never me actually that's Can't probably true you probably never have had the opportunity to do dumb shit actually i did do dumb shit all the time but not i never had anybody say to me hey kick me in the balls because you know it's a friday <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> i think it was a saturday but all right anyway this is a very simple confession mm. I tell my daughter that I'm welding in the garage so that she stays inside, but really I'm sneaking off to smoke the devil's lettuce while she plays in her room. I'm a horrible father. I don't think so. Mm -mm. You know what? I think that's a genius idea. So instead of you doing stuff like that in front of your kid, you are lying to them just to protect them. So do what you gotta do. Yeah, I, I think... I think that as long as your recreational marijuana use is not coming in between you and your daughter and your ability to take care of her, you're not a horrible father. No. You, if that's you time and like that's how you wind down at the end of a, a tough day, then by all means do it. Do it. As long as, again, it's not interfering with your ability to take care of her. Right. So like there are certain things that as a parent you want to do without your kids oh yeah absolutely you know what i we mean we just had this conversation in the last topic right like you're entitled to that time again as long as you're not getting fucking completely stoned to the point where right. you can't function if you're taking a couple of hits and you're able to function but you're just relaxed and whatever then i think you're fine i think you're completely and utterly fine and so there's nothing to confess there sir yeah do you you're not a horrible father this one looks interesting. I haven't read it though. I've gaslit myself and everyone around me for the last 10 years. How do you gaslight yourself? You can. How? You can tell yourself something's not true when it really is. Absolutely. Well, we're what? about to find out what All this right, person let's means. Let's see what they did. Okay. When I was eight, my grandma took my cousin's sisters and everyone out to Wendy's for lunch. I ordered my burger with no tomatoes because I don't and didn't like tomatoes. And then I went to get ketchup for my fries and my grandma said, you know, ketchup has tomatoes in it, correct? From that day forward, I have everyone convinced that I don't like ketchup. And I even had myself convinced up until the other day when the memory played through my head again and I realized I was just gaslighting everyone. Kind of funny, kind of not. I feel bad to an extent, 
because every you feel bad because you convinced people that you don't like ketchup it's really not that serious i haven't eaten ketchup since that day and for the sake of my eight-year-old me i will continue to refuse to eat ketchup because i gotta admire the dedication what you're weird (laughs) she has to admire (laughs) the dedication Wait, wait 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 somebody wrote the truth will prevail it will catch up to you one <laughs> way or another. And then this person wrote, they're in a pickle for sure. I hope they can muster up the courage and <laughs> confess to their loved ones. I always relish an opportunity to rid myself of such mental burdens. Let us all learn from OP's mistakes. Bread. Oh my God. You son of a bun. You son of a bun. It made me think of how you can't just say perchance, perchance. No, it was perfect. The beginning also needs a bread. That way you can have a full text burger. I'm so done. Uh, I just want to let you know I absolutely love this comment because it's exactly something a younger me would have done. Um, well, that's hilarious. <laughs> somebody, <laughs> somebody wrote, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. You, <laughs> you literally told people that you didn't like ketchup and you're continuing this Wait, trend. these threads? Somebody wrote, mayo lord touch you with forgiveness get it mayo yeah i get it the other person wrote you're milking it you're just salty seems <laughs> bitter to me that's my started <laughs> <laughs> they did say it would catch up to them eventually i'm so done that is so funny that is funny that is a dumb confession, though. I want some real confession. I thought that was like, I saw like, I've gaslit myself for, and everyone around me for the last 10 years. I thought it was dramatic and like yeah. juicy. This fucking guy, this guy cares about, why are you thinking everybody's a girl and I, I, I think was just thinking everybody's like, a guy? Is everybody a girl and she's guying it. Hmm. Mm. Maybe because I'm femi and you're a masky. <laughs> a masky? A masky. Um. Oh, this one's kind of tea. Wow. I lied to avoid going to the hospital after the birth of my nephew. First Ooh. of all, a bit of background. I'm not very close to my brother. We love it. E- oh, that's not fucking tea. We love each other because we're family, but we only see each other's at family gatherings. Years ago, I tried to reach out to him to hang out together, but he always said that he was busy. All right, so fine, whatever. That's not really. Right, but what do you mean? What is her excuse for not going to the birth of her Uh, nephew? That is tea. All right, fine. She said, this person said, I can't go because I work. And then in reality, they're on vacation. So like all they said was, sorry, I'm working. Can't go when they're not working because they're on vacation. Um... That's a crack of shit. You're you, uh, these people have to have social media. You're posting about it if you're on vacation, and you're not close to your brother. You're not obligated. Like for me and my sister, my sister's one of my literal like best friends in life. If her and her wife had another kid, you bet your ass I'd fucking make it there. But like, if you're not close with your sibling, you know what I mean? It's, right. It's different yeah like you don't have to make up an excuse just be like bro we're not close like that like how do you want me to have a relationship with your kid if or just fucking just fucking be honest and be like hey can't make it out there 
today like or or no because when you say today it makes it sound like but another day is possible no i am sorry we don't have a close relationship like that but if your brother is actually looking out to see if you can come that tells me a different story because if i didn't have a close relationship with somebody i don't think they'd be calling me up and being like hey by the way you coming to see my your nephew but I think that this person said the mother was was saying, like, are you coming or whatever. Like, oh, the mother? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. No, I, I, I don't know. Then straight up tell them, um, did you not realize? That I would have close? just been like, mom, I'll catch him. I'm on vacation right now. And, like, I have other shit that I got to do. Love my brother to death. But, like, we're not close. We don't have a relationship like that. When I get to it, I'll send get me to pi- it. Send me yeah. pictures. Congratulations. You know? um these are some dumbass confessions yeah right I, i'm thinking i'm ooh, thinking something juicy. confessions these are gonna be fucking juicy like i, I hooked s- up with my my girlfriend's best friend or something right like i stole my parents vodka so i can go to school drunk <gasps> that one sounds good i stole a water bottle full of vodka and i'm scared because i can't take it back because i feel like i'm gonna wake them up they don't usually drink anymore i haven't seen that alcohol cupboard open in ages so i'm not that scared of them finding out i just wanted the dead lessons to go by faster and be more social but a wave of guilt just hit me and now i don't know what to do this was a bad idea very i actually don't think they care that i drink because i'm 15 and my mom gave me whiskey to help me sleep a few months ago but i haven't drank it so I don't even know why I took the vodka in the first place. I could have just drunk the whiskey. Oh, well. So should I just drink? this kid? These kids are fucking idiots. Update now, okay? They found out. LMAO. Probably for the better, I didn't get in trouble. They were just worried, and they took it away from me. First of all, the mother is feeding her 15-year-old whiskey to sleep at night. What are you creating? A fucking alcoholic? Like, what are you doing? I don't know. I mean, you know what I put? How I put my kids to sleep? They put meditation music on. You punch them in the face, <laughs> or do that? <laughs> Knock their fucking ass out. You <laughs> don't get them drunk. You just fucking take a frying <laughs> pan and take, whack them across the what head. What is that ball called? Take a ski ball. Take a ski ball right to the fucking head. <laughs> Right between the eyes, they'll knock right the fuck and out. You don't gotta give them alcohol. The fuck, stupid! <laughs> You're doing it all wrong. <laughs> what an idiot! Yeah. Really? Amateur. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but really, they're a bunch of idiots. Like, who feeds their 15 year old alcohol? They are supposed to. St- you're the legal age to drink is 21, and that's for a fucking reason because their liver and all that stuff isn't 100 percent developed. So you're already feeding them right. alcohol. What at she's 15, right to put them to sleep? Are you mm-hmm. fucking dodo? I don't horrible. know. That's that horrible. That is so stupid. So stupid. Don't fucking play with me, Tori Franco. I'm just saying because the way that I grew up, I was my mother knew I was drinking when I was like. 17 like she knew i was going to parties and yeah but 17 fine you're closer to 18 you're off to college like that's a whole different age even though still in my opinion i don't think kids should drink at all like i don't she didn't she didn't feed me the alcohol she wasn't like here no i know but when you're under a parent's roof i think parents prefer if you're gonna drink it's under my roof right that was my eye on you that's a different that was her motto her motto was 
if you're gonna do it i'd rather you do it here where i can where i can see you you and take care of you if something happens and monitor you right whereas but it's not like she let the other neighborhood kids come over and like fucking drink but i do remember i was still in high school i was 16 turning 17 um 16 and a half and my mother let us have a um new year's eve party in my basement with our friends and we had like a good 20 people like 16 and and up so like 16 to 18 and we were all drinking in the base she let us play beer pong did she have to ask permission for the parents to let them know that their kids are about to get drunk in her house um no that's wild that's I can't even do that. Like a, that alone will give me anxiety. God forbid somebody's kid, something goes wrong, alcohol poisoning, whatever it may be. No, thank you. I do not want that responsibility ever. My kids are going to have to wait. You know, I don't want them to drink at all. I feel like when you start giving them alcohol, could, like this girl literally took al- vodka to school just so she can surpass her day. Like, yeah, that's, that's an that's, issue. That's ridiculous. That's definitely ridiculous. Absolutely. But like, t- I don't know. Maybe I just grew up in like white trash America. I don't know. And Long Island is, listen, hold on. Long Island is a really nice place to live. You know, it's not like I was living in the slums, but like, I um, just remember a lot of parents being that way. Like I remember drinking with one of my high school friends' mothers. Like we would two two moms actually. So it would it was me, my friend Christy that you know, um, this other girl, her mom, this other girl, and her mom, and we would go like drunken bowling. And I was like. 17 yeah i can't do that not judging anybody who has done that that's fine no now i just think that for me i wouldn't be i'd be having anxiety the whole time knowing you have somebody and then i'd be fucking pissed if my kid was getting drunk with another parent and i don't know about it we we got beef right there's no fucking way you're allowing my child but alcohol but back in the day i don't know man because like again i i was like 18 I think um, at 18, fine, you're still under the age, under age, um, like drinking, but you're a technically an adult, right? But I remember just being at, like, so many people I knew back then, their mothers knew what we were doing and didn't, like, say anything, you know? Right, but I, again, let's make it clear. 17 18 you're at the age where you're getting ready to go off to college like you're considered you're really considered an adult at that point i'm talking about these younger ages yeah 15 15 16 years old that's too young that's way too young i mean i started drinking though baby when i was like 14 15 that's when i started like partying you know, yeah, I think and, that's and drinking. Too young. That is too young. Now oh looking God. back, yeah. What is that? Middle school at thirty? No, fourteen. That's high school. I was in like tenth grade when I started like partying. Ninth, tenth grade. I hope to God my kids are not a fan of alcohol. But here's all. the thing, though, and this is where I, um, would I feed my kid alcohol? No, absolutely not. But where I stand on the matter is, I'm not going to shelter them or restrict them 
and put chains on them because then they'd go off to college and they have free reigns to everything and then they're exploring everything because they've never been able to explore it in the comfort of like, you know, that controlled environment. So now they're not in a controlled environment. They're away at college and they've been sheltered their whole lives and they're fucking, then they're really developing alcohol issues. And my friend Christy, when she went away to college, that was when, and she'll say it, so, you know, whatever. That was when she developed, like, she was trying acid. She was, that That was what started her, like, drug thing, you know? Because, not that her parents were sheltering her, but she was, like, on this, like, I want to just explore right, everything. So you're basically saying that even if you don't shelter your kids and you give them that free range, they still will do it. It doesn't matter. To me, it's not going to fucking happen. Let my kid fucking try it, Tori. Let them fucking try it. I will go fucking ballistic on their asses. That ain't happening. You're going to stay focused. Getting into that kind of habit is going to get you nowhere in life. No, thank you. Have Agreed. a drink here and there. Fine. Just that's to what be I'm saying. Like, just to have something in your hand. I get that. Right, right. That, I even do that. That's what I'm saying. What happens when they turn 21 and they're ready to party and they're out at bars? Their taste buds aren't going to change. Right. Listen, so they're going to take that first sip of alcohol like just like I did and go, uh, this isn't for me. I'm not. I, what I if that doesn't care for? But it. what if that doesn't happen? What if they take that sip of alcohol and they're like, oh, my God, I'm finally I can finally party and do my thing. And then they're out every weekend partying. I think it, it like what would you do? Does is it in someone's DNA to become an alcoholic? Is alcoholism in your DNA? Yeah. Is that possible? I know it. Um, I don't know, actually. But I definitely know it like runs in a, in a family. So I'm assuming maybe right, it is like genetic. It, it's genetic, I mean. Yeah. Right. So then my kids will never be alcoholics because we don't have alcoholics in my family. Okay what if they enjoy partying though is what i'm saying have a sip i don't care i just want my kids to know that at 16 when you're when when you're doing it at 16 you're a fucking baby 17 18 fine that's when if eliza said it to me at 17 18 years old and said hey mom can i have a sip of that fine i will give her a sip i'm not saying i would shelter her and not give her or right when they turn 17 18 but i'm not going to encourage it i'm not going to be the one I'm to go saying hey it. you want to try this i'm not or saying i'm not going to be like oh, okay fr- call your friends over have a party and get drunk in the basement that's not my thing i one don't want to be responsible f- with anybody's kid anything happening to them mm-hmm. it would give me anxiety and two i don't want my kids to think like th- this is a this is a life like yep just grab a beer and that's the only way you can hang out with friends is by getting drunk with them there's other ways to have fun you don't need liquor in your fucking hand you don't need to fucking do drugs there's other ways to enjoy life that's what i'm saying absolutely i'm not saying that i don't agree i'm just saying at 15 16 that's the age that kids start to really like inquire about that stuff maybe even earlier but like 15 16 is like when it really you know yes right they're probably going to show an interest but i'm going to tell them that this isn't if they they could wait till they're 17 18 years old and they could try it at 16 you're not trying it 
that's not happening. But either way, I'm not saying shove alcohol down your kids' throats. I'm not even saying you have to be a certain way with your kids. If that's your rule, then that's your rule. I'm just saying at that age, kids are doing things. Like you think your kids are no, so I innocent. Know. They're not. They're no, not. I know that 100%. You know and I, mean? I agree. Kids you are going to be interested in seeing what's out there. Right. They're going to be curious. But part of part of being a parent is like you you can't live under a rock and think because i said no my kid is completely listening to me when they are not with me like you can't keep your kids in a bubble for the rest of their lives is no what I'm trying i to know say. that too i'm not trying to keep my kids in a bubble i want them to have fun i don't want them to think oh well mom let me try it at our house so yeah, I'm going to go to Kimmy's house and it's okay if I try some liquor there because, you know, she was okay. You know what I mean? That opens the door to more exploring. And that scares the shit out of me because you don't know. And kids are fucking stupid as shit. But and I, what they will do is hop in a car and be like, while they're drunk and something, not only will they harm themselves, but harm somebody else who's on the road. Like Absolutely. Like I said, I'm not saying any of that is wrong i'm just saying it takes a lot of communication right don't pretend like it doesn't exist ask your kids are you like like is this like is this something you're thinking about like what happens when you hang because there will be a time and it may not be right now but soon enough there will be a time where your kids are not staying in the house they're going and getting picked up by their friends and they're going to hang out with their friends. Like, you know what I mean? And that's going to be at 16. Liza's got, what, three years. She's going to be getting picked up by her friends and going and doing things. And you're not going to be chaperoning and there to to be her conscience and tell her what to do. Yeah, she's a good kid. She's got a good head on her shoulders. She's probably not going to fucking go lay in a field drunk. But... um being open with your kids about this shit also is helpful yeah absolutely i'm not gonna sit here and be like i don't want to talk about it and i don't want you to even mention it that's not what i'm saying and just because you were one of those kids that got drunk and laid in a field doesn't mean that you're a fucking bad person no i did a lot either. of i did a lot of fucking crazy shit growing up i learned a lot it made me who i am today you know like, right and you know what but at the end of the day you came out of it you like had your fun and we're like all right i had my fun i'm out and thank god you're safe but right. there's kids who don't know how to get out of it it gets worse and worse as well, they get older that is my fear that's why you have the conversation with them but there's even even when they're older again even when she's 21 or they're you know they're both going to be 21 someday when they're when they're 21 and they're going out and partying and whatever there's still that, you know, they could be getting into a car with somebody who's drunk. Like, you have to have those conversations right. with them, too. Like, Uber or call me, I'm there. My mother used to always tell me, call me, I don't care what time it is. I agree with Wake that. me up. Right. But I never did. Why? Do you know how many drunk people I got in the car with? Oh, I know. You got one. Okay, yeah. I know. Like, I literally was wrecked. My friend was wrecked driving home from the club 
and I was 22, so I was of age, and she was just as drunk as I was driving. We got pulled over, pulled over, and she had a badge. Her her grandfather was like somebody high up in the police department. She gave her a badge to him, and he let us go. Let you get back in the car and drive off. Yep. Wow, what a dummy. Yep. Well, you're just proving my point here is that you guys still do dumb shit while drunk that's what i'm afraid of i don't want my right. kids to fucking do but shit my like point is is you can still do dumb shit when you're of legal age right and that's why i don't want to introduce liquor to my kids like it ain't it ain't a must it's not something that you're missing out in life i'm trust me I'm not you're not missing nothing with alcohol it ain't nothing special you want to have a good time show up and have a good time and laugh and joke you don't need it you don't need it that's not a a, a mandatory thing to have a oh we're going to a party and i want to hang out with everybody so let me be cool no it doesn't make you cool it's not a must it's not gonna it's your 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 street cred isn't gonna be any less or any better with it so just leave it the fuck alone don't even touch it don't even look at it keep walking that's how i feel you open the door for these types of things it opens the door for everything else it's a no for me yeah i i don't know i think there's i think there needs to be like a delicate balance between not sheltering them and being overprotective and overbearing and also obviously not feeding them the shit and introducing them to things that they wouldn't you know what i mean like there has to be that happy medium because um and it is it's a delicate balance it's a dance that you have to kind of do because these things do exist in life and you don't want to shelter them and shelter them and shelter them and they've never had exposure to this and that and then all of a sudden they get like they break free at whatever age and it's like oh shrooms oh this oh that you know what i mean because that right. is also something that could happen as well so there's there's got to be right a happy medium that's all i'm saying i inappropriately touched my teacher in high school Ooh, okay this is good i'm a 29 male so when i was 15 i was in algebra class there was an attractive teacher that was my special education teacher i wish i could take this back <laughs> somehow talk to myself then and tell him no but I was curious and I thought she was hot and just wanted to see how part of her body felt. When she was walking by, I intentionally stuck one of my elbows out and it glanced, it like grazed her butt. She had no idea. I did it in such a way that made it look like I was putting my head on my desk. She worked with me after that, had full conversations with me and had no idea what I had done. She probably thought it was just an accident. I don't know why the guilt is affecting me now. Maybe it's a sign I've grown. Maybe I'm a piece of shit. Maybe I don't deserve any forgiveness. Well, um, how old was he? He 15? was he was 15. He's 29 now. All right. Well, that's good that you realized <laughs> that you fucked up. What? What did they say? Somebody wrote because this really isn't that big of a fucking deal either. Mm -hmm. Somebody wrote, "Turn yourself in. It's the only way to set things right." He wrote, dude, you grazed a teacher's butt with, with your, your elbow. elbow 14 years ago. It ain't that deep. Oh, my God. 
Oh my God. He said, turn yourself in. That's the only way to make things right. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody wrote perv, P E R V, protruding elbow rectal violator. <laughs> uh, glute- gluteal violator. They're all making fun of this person. Oh, that's funny. They will take you to a special location and interrogate you. They will want you to. It's a special ed teacher. <laughs> they will want to know every detail from the event. Best option is to skip town and change his name at this point. I'm sure they're looking for him as we speak. I'm so done. I don't know. I, I you know, uh, you're a kid. You're gonna you're gonna do some dumb shit like that. But it was your elbow. It's not like you actually physically groped her. That's a different story. But I mean, what are you really feeling with your elbow? You know what I mean? Yeah. If somebody grazed by, by me with my elbow, like there's, and I felt something, like I'm really not feeling much. Yeah, that's that's so stupid. Was there ever a teacher that you were like that I thought was to? hot? Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever try to like no elbow her? No. <laughs> no. Nope. Wait, there was a teacher you thought was hot. What subject was she? English. She was an English teacher. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, Franco. Why are you smiling thinking about it, you fuck? <laughs> no, I'm smiling because you're looking at me. No, that's not why. Because you ask me questions about this shit, and then I answer, and you get jealous. Yeah. Yeah. What you should have said was, it doesn't matter what subject she did, because I don't give a fuck about her. But you're over here like, English. It was English. You with a smile and all <laughs> god damn you you had a crush on a t-shirt too did i you told oh, me oh there was a teacher he was math i didn't ask you didn't have to you know what you want to share i'll share mine all right i lower the tv when my dad and stepmom aren't looking and now they're arguing sorry i just turned 17 my dad cheated on my mom and married this lady named stella This all happened in such a short amount of time. I'm overwhelmed. Stella's awful. I'm sorry. She's nice-ish, but I hate having to live with her. I also have to help take care of her. She has diabetes and other health issues. Um, I'm so overwhelmed all the time because she's overwhelmingly loud. She slams cabinet doors. She talks loudly. She blasts music. She does everything loud. It makes... Uh, makes me cry sometimes i just want to come home from school and enjoy the quiet to relax and i can't my dad doesn't give a fuck he just lets her i feel like how i live my life has changed so much in such a short amount of time to combat this when they aren't looking i lower the tv they get upset and get into arguments and accuse each other of changing the volume or argue about whether they should get a new tv i just want my mom to be honest i hate all of this what is it? What do you? What does she want? Oh, I just want my mom to be honest. Oh, um, Aww, that breaks my heart. Yeah. Can she not go to her mom's? This is a boy. Okay. Can he not go? Why do I keep thinking she? Can he not go to his mom's? I don't know. That makes me sad for him. Maybe it is a girl. I don't know. It doesn't say. I don't know what your situation is specifically, but you're going to be 18 in the relative near future. Keep your head down and do what you need to do. Yeah. Agreed. 
I would do things that would make them mad at each other if that's the case. I would lower the volume on everything. <laughs> so you're telling this kid, should, you're saying this kid should purposely try to sabotage yeah, his... sabotage the relationship. It's your only way out. That's the worst advice. No, it's really not. Would you want one of your kids doing that to us? No, because we actually, we listen to them. They're a different story. No, baby. but if they felt, if one of them felt like, well, my whole life changed and yeah, Tori's nice and all, but like, I hate that now I have to, whatever, whatever the case may be. And then they purposely tried to sabotage our relationship. Yeah, I think it's normal if a kid did that though. I really do. I think it's literally kids are, it's a new adjustment. Mm -hmm. And here's this girl or boy who has to live with this diabetic person and has to take care of them. I don't think that's normal behavior. It is though. They like that's not, want to sabotage relationships that's so they can have their pay parent for themselves. That's diabolical and manipulative. Well, I think that they should do that because then they'll have like that she can have the peace and quiet she's looking for <laughs> or here's this wait better this person is 17 they will turn 18 in soon right when they're 18 and actually probably now at 17 but sure if they want to wait until they're 18 they can go live with their mom and call it a day and never look back they could do that, but you have a whole year of more volume up and diabetic people in your life. So, no. Sabotage so, is key. So you're... I'm really for it. I think I think that she said she's nice-ish, meaning the lady probably isn't so nice to her all the time. Okay. Like, who gets mad because your volume is down on a TV? It tells you a lot about a person. They're You're going to start a fight over that? And you want to go ahead and slam doors to everything? If I was her, I'd start slamming shit too. And then if she's like, don't be slamming doors in this house. Well, I'm sorry. I'm just doing what you do. No? Yeah. I would. I don't know. I would tell them sabotage. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And then do you that. can't That's say, "Oh, when they're eighteen, they can move out," because we don't know the situation. We don't know if that girl, that parent, the parent passed away or is in another. You know, you don't know the situation. Yeah, but you're eighteen. You can go get yourself a get a, yourself a good a job, jo a job, and right. try to move out at eighteen. Out. How hard is that? Go away to college. Right. Get a I mean, okay, yeah, like I'm, I'm speaking kids. speaking from a very privileged standpoint. Yeah. You're right. You're right. This person might not be that privileged. Right. So you know what? But but sabotaging the relationship is not the answer. That is manipulative and diabolical and that's evil. You don't do that. But the dad doesn't seem really happy. I mean the lady has to yell at him about the volume. That's not a happy relationship. <laughs> so she'll just be doing a service how about we how about we handle our emotions in a healthy way where we're not being manipulated you are such a cancer i am and yeah and i'm emotionally mature and i feel like there are other ways like listen i hate my stepmom she's not a good person but you wouldn't she sabotage never, i never tried to sabotage the relationship with my father and his abusive wife really and she was abusive but no you really didn't try never why B 
because that's not a normal behavior. That is normal, though. No, it's not. Would, I would so fucking do it. No, you wouldn't. Oh, yes, I would. No, if you my wouldn't. father was in a relationship with a cunt, you bet your ass I will do things to purposely get them to fight. Well, okay. I, I, I don't know what that would do other than... Break them up and then I have my life back. Yeah? Yeah. So if 25 years of alcoholism, abuse and eight rehab visits isn't breaking my dad and his stepmom and and my stepmom up what makes you think that a couple extra fights would break them up your dad's a different story though but is he really no he really is because i'm sorry he's choosing alcohol over his kids yeah He's choosing to be with somebody who he watched himself be abusive towards his children. So even if you tried to sabotage it, it's literally a waste of fucking time. So for in your, in your case, I would say just fucking put up with it. But if I see that this dad is constantly fighting with this lady, he's going to get sick of her. They're going to just, you know, call it a day and you get your peace and quiet. You give way too much credit to, uh, to people as what? if, Baby, coming. This is coming from somebody who who stayed in a relationship for fifteen years with with in a toxic relationship, right? People don't just say, "Oh, we fought a couple of times. That's it. I'm fucking done." They don't leave that easily. Is what Nowadays I'm trying to they say. Do. That's not, not true. That. Nowadays they do. Okay. Nobody puts up with shit like they used to. I'm telling you. Okay. Um, the fifteen years that I've been married, you know how many people were getting divorced towards the end. I was like the thousandth one. Valai, nobody puts up with shit anymore. And that's in the, this is speaking for Albanians. Because I was going to say that's the Albanian. for Albanians. They have gone from putting up with so much shit to now taking zero shit. And a lot of Albanians would say, wow, people are just divorcing for no reason nowadays. You can't even argue with somebody and then they get divorced. Right that's yeah i'm sure that's the albanian community as a whole sure the divorce rates are going up. going up yep but in life in general like with everybody else mm -hmm. it's not always just that cut and dry like there are plenty of people who are not albanian and who are albanian who remain in toxic relationships that are controlling and shitty and abusive because they don't have self-worth and they don't want to leave so uh, an extra fight here and there is not gonna no it's not break them up it's but not it's gonna... a good try okay all right next good luck <laughs> i at the time 11 female purposefully gave my niece four female lice oh that's by an accident you can't control no that. no you purpose she said oh, purposely. She purposely did it yeah why am I not hearing you today? One time when I was like 10 or 11, I got lice from the girls who lived across the street from me. That summer, I went to visit my sister and her kids who lived at the beach, ended up staying for three weeks, brought my lice with me. Good for <laughs> brought you. Brought my lice with me. <laughs> Good. Like she Glad to know. Glad to know. I remember calling my mom while I was there and telling her I had it. I guess I didn't know before I left. The symptoms started once I was there. I don't know, but... It, Definitely wasn't like itching before the beach. My pillows are, wait, what? My mom told me to be cautious, not to like share pillows or brushes and to wash my hair thoroughly while I was there. And maybe the beach salt water would help kill them. Anywho, point is 
Me and my niece shared a room while I was there. She was only about four at the time. One night while she was already asleep, I felt an itch, went to scratch it, and caught a bug under my nail. I then walked over to my sleeping niece and put oh, it in no. her hair. I remember my sister calling once I went home and telling her our mom that my niece had lice and they believe she she got it from her neighbors. I guess my mom thought she just got it from me being there, obviously not from me knowingly sabotaging her. I've never told anyone this and I really don't know why the fuck I did that. I felt really bad afterwards. You, ma'am, are a fucking piece of shit. How do you do that? She's 11. No, I'm sorry. I'm not going to just use age as a reason to be a complete piece of shit. Your daughter is 12 going on 13 and she would never fucking do that. No, she wouldn't. If she had lice or anything, she would never like fucking take a lice ball and go up to my nephew and be like, here you go. That's wild. Purposefully. Yeah, that's gross. That is disgusting behavior i think the mom the her the 11 year old's mom should have definitely taken care of that before they went on vacation to the beach like why well, would right. you do that to let when the you salt have, take it out what when you have lice first of all take it from somebody who did have lice and i had to get my hair chopped same, off same well no i never got my hair chopped off my mom literally combed the shit out that cvs stuff like she just sat there and just, my mom did three treatments of that on my hair and still nothing I was so infested because I grew up where anytime I had symptoms mm -hmm. of anything, it was explained away. Like, you know, it was like, oh, you got dry scalp, get head and shoulders Oh, until so it, it got worse, it worse and worse and worse and, and, and worse. See it. Right. So when I was itching, my mother was like in denial and, it, and she was like, oh, your scalp is probably dry. And then I went like a good week just like continuously scratching my head until finally the test was done and and I I by that point I was literally like fucking infested and I had so many and um I think they had to do two or three treatments on my hair and because my hair is so thick it just wasn't leaving my hair so my mom had to literally my hair I was in 4th grade 5th grade mhm mm my mom had no i was in fourth grade my mom had to literally chop my hair off when your mom chopped your hair off did you cry um no but i was definitely mistaken for a boy and and at the time like that bothered me which is pretty funny because here i am in my it's glory true, i know i was but. gonna say like or did it like excite you because when did actually go let's talk about this really quick when did you like decide to cut your hair because because i see pictures at your mom's house with you with this long beautiful hair mm -hmm. and then as a teenager like what made you do cut your hair to like to go as short as you did like what what was it or did you always want it but you just never could get to it I always wanted it because I never did anything with it. I always put my hair like up in a bun and like everybody would always say, why? why don't you do anything with your hair? And it just made me uncomfortable. Like my hair was like something, my long hair was something that made me really uncomfortable. And um, I never did anything with it. And 
I always knew like eventually I'd be cutting my hair. But when I was, I think I want to say 11th grade, 12th grade, I might have been 12th grade. I was a senior in high school and one of my best friends who was also gay decided to cut her hair. And I was like, yo, I want to do that too. And she hated it. She had long hair. She hated her short hair. Like to this day, she Wait, has. What do you mean she hated her short hair? Like, so she cut it and then hated it? She, yeah, she cut it. She gave herself a, a, um, a faux hawk at the time. That was like the style. And I was like, that's what I want, dude. And so like when you see one of your friends doing it, it makes it like easier yeah because you don't feel alone in it right it was something i wanted to do already and then i saw her do it and i was like now i have now i can do it yeah you have somebody who did it with you yeah so i was like i'm fucking doing it too and then um i so after she cut it and told you she did she hate it right away she said she was she was like i'm growing it back out i don't i don't this isn't for me and that didn't scare you to be like, damn, if I cut it, I'm going to have no, that same feeling? No, because I just, I knew it was for me and I just wanted that one window of opportunity to be able to like to do, do it. it. Okay. So I, I, you know, I was 17 and I was like, mom, I want to cut my hair off. I don't do anything with it anyway. I want to donate my hair. She was like, all right. I love how supportive she is. Yeah. No, she really is incredible. And Kathy was the one who cut it. Oh, Kathy cut it. Okay. Me, it was me such at the time kathy was living in another house and um me such and my mom went to kathy's mm -hmm. and kathy chopped it off and did you like the cut at first no because my hair was my hair was in shock so like you see how my hair you have to train your hair see how my hair just goes whoop like yeah. that it's it didn't at the time, it, my hair went woo went every which way. It, like wouldn't you know? It wouldn't style. The, yeah, this is years of what seventeen, eighteen years of me wearing my hair. So short. that didn't discourage you. You just were like, you know what? I'm just gonna keep chopping it off till. Yeah, I like it. It wasn't until because when I first had short hair. I didn't think of even like go think of going to a barber. Right. You know, I would just have my friends buzz my hair or like I had I had a girlfriend at the time. Like I would make her buzz my hair. Like it, it wasn't I didn't need like a a fade. Mm -hmm. I'd never had a fade before. So um, Vlad didn't come in the picture yet. He didn't come into the picture until I was like eighteen. Until my hair had been short for like a year. Mm. Um and my friend Anna, the mm -hmm. one that I told you about. Well, you met her. Yeah. At the block party. She, her and I, we met when I was 16. So we had been friends for years or whatever. And we were hanging out. We were really close. And she, um, she was like, let's go on a bromance date. I'm like, all right. She's like, all right, I'm taking you to the barber. Mm. I'm like, Okay. So she took me to her barber. She's, that was a nice way of her to say your hair is fucked up. Let's fix it. Probably. This. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. It probably is. Like if I, if I hit her up right now and asked her, she probably would be like, yeah, dude, 
like yeah you your hair looked like shit and i wanted you to whatever so we went to the barber and she basically told the barber like what i didn't know you know yeah you don't yeah yeah, yeah. so that she basically sense. told the barber like give her what you normally give me and he like cut me up and from that moment on i was like yeah okay i'm going to a barber from now on and that was vlad and well the first barber i ever saw was not vlad oh, okay, it was okay. her barber but then after that i found vlad got you okay. and i've been going to him ever since i've been going to vlad for like 17 years yeah i know you told me you were going there for a long time that's why i assumed he was your first barber no no he wasn't the first person i ever cut my hair but he's one of the best i will say that he is the best yeah he definitely is he does yeah. a really nice job when he cuts it yeah he's, i'm happy that you found a barber out here too yeah he's that was stressful he's good too the barber i found out here. yeah all right so you chopped your hair off and then you just were like this is it this feels right yeah i felt mm. like myself yeah wow. i felt like a, a weight was like taken taken off yeah. I spent so many years like yes I grew up in a very uh accepting environment mm -hmm. but I still grew up also needing to save face in certain places right like oh wear your hair down to this event no you have to wear girl stuff and like you know what I mean I still yeah. had to I still had to go through that it wasn't traumatic though it was just like um it gave me gender dysphoria more than anything, right? Because like I knew that this wasn't, that what I was wearing on the outside, my hair, makeup, wasn't matching how I felt on the inside. Right. So in that respect, I had a little bit of gender dysphoria, but it wasn't like my mother was like, no, you can't live like this. Like, you know. Right. Um, but when I finally cut my hair, that was when I like came into my own and I felt like, I felt like me. Yeah. I felt like Tori, you know? Oh, I love that for you. Thanks. That's good. Yeah. But. All right. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It's kind of all over the place. It was. But we love you guys. We do love you guys. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for becoming uh. patrons. Okay. Even Tori's burp says thank you. Thank you. We love you guys. You have a great night. Stay safe out there. Don't drink too much alcohol. Stay safe, San Francisco. Take shots of tequila. All right. Love y'all. Bye.